Praise God. Praise the Lord. It's always an honor to stand before you. God is so good. God is so good. Tonight I want to speak on our peace. And I want to pray before we get started. Lord God, tonight I ask that you would just uh, minister to the hearts and lives of your people. Lord, we know that you are our peace. And I ask, Lord God, that you administer this to each and every heart. Lord, I've done what I know to do. But Lord, I ask you now that you speak through me the things that you want to say. And Lord, we just give this time to you. And Lord, we honor you tonight. And we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, there's a lot of things going on around this world today that can rob you of your peace. We can look at our economy. We can look at the things around this world, wars and rumors of wars, earthquakes. Even more locally, we can think about the all the turmoil that goes around this town, this city, and in our personal lives. There was a song released in 1988, written and sung by Bobby McFerrin. It's a worldly song, but I think it kind of fits for what I want to talk about tonight. Don't worry, be happy. I'm going to read two little portions of it. Here's a little song I wrote. You might, want to, you might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry, be happy. In every life we have some trouble. When you worry, you make it double. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, don't do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry, it will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry, be happy. You know, I think that's what Jesus would want us to do. Not to worry, not to fret. He wants us to be happy. Um, it's a cute song. Two little things I want to just pull out of that song. In every life, we have some trouble. Anybody had some trouble? Yeah, for life. It says, don't worry, it will soon pass, whatever it is. The things that you're facing today, you will go through it, and you will make it. You will get to the other side. But it sounds good, but it's not always easy for us. Many Christians find it difficult not to worry. They try not, but sometimes the cares of this life consumes us. 
A lack of worry is not in God's plan for you or for me. Second Peter 1.3 says, As His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue. God has life and goodness for us. I mean godliness for us. Life, that's the things that pertain to you right now. Your finances, your health, your physical well-being, whatever it is, it pertains to you. But He has given you all things that you need for life. He's given you everything that you need for godliness. That's your spiritual person. That's you. That's you and your relationship with God. That's for you tonight. He's given it all to you. One of the things that He has given us is a, the fruit of the Spirit, one of the fruits of the Spirit, and that is peace. Remember, love, joy, peace. He has given us this peace. John fourteen twenty seven tells us, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Now as the world gives, do I give it do I give to you? Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. It is Jesus' desire for you and I to be partakers and experience the things that uh, that pertain to peace. That's his desire for you. He wants you to live in peace. Now, I know we can have peace in our heart. We know that God loves us. He died for us. We're saved. We're filled with His Spirit. But a lot of these outside things that come in from the outside, I know there are those of us who've been unemployed. There are those who have had a cut in our pay. There are those who have been really sick. And it is just constantly uh, bombarding you. The world offers a counterfeit peace that comes from things of the, of the world, the things that the world offers. But that is no real peace. You know, a lot of people, they make a lot of money and they put a lot of money into investments and they think they have peace. They don't have peace. They may have things, but there's no peace in it because God is not in it unless you're a Christian, unless you know God. The world offers a counterfeit peace. It's fake. It's not real. But God gives us a peace that's lasting, that's real, and you can feel it in your heart and you know that it's there. But this kind of peace requires us to live and walk by faith. You've got to trust God. Just because something bombards or trouble comes, it doesn't mean just because you pray right then that it's over. Sometimes, you know, if you're going to be a Christian, you've got to walk by faith. That's what the Word says. You've got to live by faith. That means you're going to have to go through some things. Amen? Jesus himself said we would face tribulation or trouble. John 16.33 tells us, These things I have spoken to you that 
in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Matthew 5.45 says, He makes the sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. We live in this world. May not be a part of it, but we live in it. Things happen. Trouble happens. It's part of life. You're going to have to face some things in your life. Sometimes it's going to be very hard and very troubling. You may not see the other side, but it's part of life. And you've got to face it. It's how you face it. depends on how you get through these things. Jesus said in John 6, also said in 1633, In me you may have peace. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. In Jesus we have peace. That's where our peace comes from. Not peace of this world, from this world, but it's peace through Jesus Christ. And our trust in Him, trust in His Word and believe in His Word. Troubles and tribulations does not dictate to us whether we have peace or not. Our peace is dictated by our faith in God and what He has said in His Word. And believe in His Word. Standing on His Word. You know, by experience, there are times, especially being unemployed, Boy, it just seems like your feet are knocked out from underneath you. And you go to God and you pray and you um, go to the Word and you start quoting the Word and your spirit lifts and you feel much better. You know that God's in control. Then you get a phone call and it just kind of knocks your feet out from underneath you. The thing is about God, you've got to keep on going back to Him. The enemy is not going to stop. He's not going to stop trying to bring trouble into your life. And when he does, you've got to just constantly go back to the Lord. God, I stand back on your word. God, again, this is what your word says. I'm standing on your word again. You've got to trust him for what he says. He doesn't lie. His word is truth. Isaiah 26.3 tells us, You will keep him in perfect peace. Talk about God. Whose mind, you, God, will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind has stayed on you because he trusts in you. We need to keep our minds stayed on God. Don't dwell upon your problems. Don't dwell upon the situations you find yourself in. Don't dwell upon your sickness. Don't dwell upon your financial Situation. Don't dwell upon the problems at work. Don't dwell upon the, the problems in the family. You've got to keep your mind stayed on Him. You've got to concentrate on Him. You've got to keep looking to Him. That's where your peace is. Worry is fear. The fear of what might happen. 
You know, a lot of times we face, let's say, financial situations. And boy, you can go through your mind in every scenario on how things are going to go wrong for you. It hadn't yet, but you worry about it. And boy, it just puts you down further and further and further. Worry, anxiety is a tormentor. It will torment your life. Millions or maybe even billions of dollars are spent every year to help people cope with the troubles of life. Depression and other problems can be the offspring of worry and anxiety. Worrying is a tool used by Satan to steal from you and if possible to kill you and destroy you or your testimony. Worrying will rob you of your peace. It will rob you of your health. It will rob you of your sleep. It will rob you of your joy. It will only take from you by worrying. That's not what God has for us. God wants to give into our lives. But if we worry and we concentrate on what our problems are, we're looking at our problems, we're not looking at Jesus. In John 10.10 it says, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. You got to know that the enemy does not like you. He don't care a thing for you. And whatever he can do to you, he will do if you let him. And if he can keep you cast down through worry and anxiety, he's going to do that to you. He doesn't play fair. Continue worrying will cause you to live in a life of defeat. It will cause you to have a gloomy, pessimistic, negative spirit. I don't want that. And if you've got a spirit like that, nobody wants to be around you either. You just bring other people down. Worrying is a destroyer of faith and leads to unbelief. This one person wanted to be healed. Jesus told him, if you can believe, you've got to believe. Worry would take that from you and turn it to unbelief. There's something in uh, scriptures in the Bible that um, I will say, I will call it a formula for peace. And I tell you what, it has to be one of my favorite scriptures. I'm sure it is yours too. Hebrews 11.6. I'm sorry. I jumped ahead on that. Pardon me, let me back up. Hebrews 11.6. This is not the scripture I was talking to you about that. You will know it when I get to it. But without faith it is impossible 
to please Him. If you want to please God, you've got to have faith. For he who comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. It takes faith. Faith in God. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It takes faith. And through your faith, He will reward you. He will keep you. God is wanting you to trust Him. He wants to reward you for trusting and believing in His Word. It doesn't matter the size of, of your mountain of trouble, of trouble. It doesn't matter the intensity of your storm. It doesn't matter what you're facing. What are you facing tonight? Are you facing sickness in your life? Chronic sickness that just you can't get over it, it seems. Uh, financial woes. How about marriage problems? Rebellious children? I'll let you fill in the blank for anything else. It takes faith in all these situations. And if you believe God, that God will touch your body, that He will bring healing, He'll do it. He'll touch your marriage. He'll bring healing if you ask Him to. He'll touch your finances if you ask Him to. He'll touch your children. Psalms 41.6 says, God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. He's there for you. He's not an absentee God. He's not somewhere way up there with deaf ears or not turning his ear towards us. He's right there with you. He's a breath away. One of the greatest demises of a Christian is our trusting in our own understanding and abilities or looking to and trusting in others. There's a lot of people who try to work it out themselves. They'll do everything they can do on their own until they just can't do it and finally they'll turn to God. time to go to God is at the beginning when you're faced with it. A lot of times we go to others. My mom, she had a lot of chronic illnesses. She would tell you she believes in healing, but boy, I tell you what, she made a lot of trips to the doctor. It didn't matter how big it was or how small it was. She went to the doctor. It was seen that she trusted the doctors more than she did God. 
And many Christians are guilty of this. There's nothing wrong with doctors. They're wonderful gifts of God. But God wants us to go to Him first. God wants us to ask Him and trust Him. But we go to others. Well-known scripture, Proverbs 3, starting with verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Who do you trust? You trust the doctors or you trust God first? And lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path. Our first option, a first thing that we should do is go to God. And if you believe Him and you trust Him, with all my heart, I believe He'll see you through. God's Word tells us how to overcome worry and anxiety and how to partake of the peace He has for us. That's the formula that I want to talk about from a while ago. Philippians 4, starting verse 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Refuse to dwell. Refuse to worry. About the troubles that face you. We're so prone to say, Oh, I got this problem. I don't know what to do. God, I don't know what to do. And we just dwell on it, dwell on it, dwell on it, and dwell on it. But the word says, Be anxious for nothing. If you're anxious, if you're worrying, it robs of you your faith. Don't do it. But in everything by prayer and supplication. Got to go to Him. Got to talk to God. Pray to God. But one of the first things it tells you to do is go to Him with thanksgiving. Psalms 104 tells us, be thankful to Him and bless His name. Go to Him with thanksgiving in your heart. It's time to thank Him for all that He's done. It's time to worship and praise Him. It's time to bless His name. Psalms 103, verse 1, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. God has so many benefits for you. He wants you to remember those benefits. They're all right here for us 
Don't forget them. Then tell them your request. And when you tell them your request, you don't need to beg. All you got to do is ask. The word says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock, the door will be open. That's all you got to do. You ask him. In believing. It's a good time to just start thanking him for the answer. You know, praise and worship is always a good thing to do when you're in need. And just start thanking God, I thank you for meeting my need. God, I thank you for healing my body. God, I thank you it was by your stripes that I am healed. And just start giving it back to God and thanking him for what he's done. God, I thank you for supplying my need according to your riches and glory. God will not turn a deaf ear. There's something really amazing takes place. Even before you see the answer of your request, the peace of God, which surpasses, it goes beyond, it exceeds our understanding. You know, you can't understand it. You don't know how you can be facing all these heavy problems, but you can be at perfect peace in your spirit and in your heart. And it says that it will guard, it will protect, shield, it will defend us from attack of our, the attack on our mind. It will guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Where's the battle at? It's always in your mind. God said He will protect it. He will keep it. Praise God. One of the keys to maintain your peace is found in the same chapter, verse 8. Watch your thought life. Watch what comes across your mind. If it's negative, turn it away. I'm not going to think about those things. But it tells you, it says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Verse 9 says, The things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. God of peace will be with you. God has his peace for you tonight. But it's up to you to receive it and to maintain it. Don't allow the enemy to rob you. In summation or a closing, I felt the Lord tell me I'm to read Psalms 91. And I tell you what, 
I don't think it could be said better than what it says. Verse 1. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. Surely He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night nor of the air that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you and keep you in all your ways. In their hands they will, they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lions and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him. And show him my salvation. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you tonight for your peace, the peace of God that passes all understanding. God, we're so thankful tonight, Lord, that it guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Lord, I know in my spirit there are many who are going through a lot of things. Some heavy stuff. There are troubles that has bombarded your people. And Lord, I know that this is the tactic of the enemy to bring us down to keep our minds so occupied with our troubles that we're consumed. Trying to destroy our testimony that we have from you. Lord, I pray that tonight that something I may have said, something that I have read, may have triggered in something in their spirit. Something that they can grab a hold of, Lord. 
some truth, Lord God, that they can live by and receive this peace. Lord, it's not your desire for us to be cast down, but Lord, for us to be happy. Not to worry, be happy. Lord, it's hard to be happy when you're troubled in spirit. But tonight, Lord, I pray that each and every one of us would surrender these troubles to you and look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith. Lord, it's you. God, it's all about you. Lord, you're our Savior. You're our provider. You're our healer. God, you're everything that we have need of. And, Lord, I want to thank you tonight for all that you do for us. And, Lord, help us to learn to grab a hold of the truths that you have for us. And, Lord, that we can stand, Lord God. Lord, that when we've done all, that we stand on your word, Lord God, and declare your word, the truth of your word, Lord God. Lord, it's something that we can live by. God, I thank you tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If any of you want prayer, the altars are open. If you want God to minister to you tonight, we'll be glad to join with you in, our, in faith. Thank you, Lord. God, I pray that your peace would be upon each and every one that's here tonight. Lord, that your peace would be within their home. God, that you would touch us tonight. Lord God, we look forward to Sunday when we come back to be in your presence, to worship you, Lord God, with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And Lord, we thank you, Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen.